artistically, like what are the things that you value? What are the things that you hold? Like, what do you value in terms of the work, but also just in terms of your own personal values in life? And I find that when those things are aligned, they usually make for the best collaborations. This is Art Is, a podcast for artists, where we brainstorm the future of the art world and the creative industries. First, thank you for having us. We're excited to be on as well. My entry into filmmaking started with photography, and I really wanted to see more of a moving image. And so I ventured into filmmaking. I started off as an intern with 40 Acres of Mule and then decided to go to film school. And that is where my journey started. But since film school, I've really been focused, well, actually in film school as well, my focus is primarily documentaries. And I really love going into any type of environment and connecting with people. And during that process of connecting with people, there are always these amazing stories to unearth. I will say that working as a producer, it's the first time of working as a producer in this environment that we're in now. Like things have really shifted a lot. So it's been a lot to learn and it's been a wonderful process. We do the process of working on this particular project. I've had the opportunity to work with some amazing people. Avril and I have had team members. It's really kind of felt like a family though. It's been very, I don't think of a really good word. It's been very natural, just a very natural experience. Like everything fell together and we produced a lot of great people. Yeah. So my backstory, I guess, I can say I started out, I got interested in filmmaking because I like to write and um, I've always had an interest in writing. And then as I got older, that translated, I went to film school for directing because oftentimes that's the default for people when they realize they want to be a filmmaker is to either be a director or an actor or um, writer. And so I've studied directing for several years and just worked as an independent filmmaker for many years. And then maybe about 10 years ago or so, I moved out to LA. And then when I moved to LA, I made the transition into producing. Uh, I started out in production management and then I started producing. And I initially started out producing films. So I produced a short that did very well in the festival circuit. And then we ended up doing a feature film that did very well. And then I did some work in television as well. So I flip-flop back and forth between producing television and producing film. Gloria mentioned that COVID has changed a lot, I think, with a lot of things in terms of production shutting down. On some regards, the doc side and on the unscripted side became just a little bit more manageable with smaller crews and just more intimate um, storytelling. And so I started doing a lot more doc work, a lot more doc series work. And that's how kind of how the, the showrunner piece came about was through that. But I've kind of had a journey from writer to director to producer and now showrunner. It's been, <laughs> it's a varied path. I'll say that. <laughs> that's so interesting. Thanks for sharing. So how did you both start working together? 
Um, April and I, we went to graduate school together. And we actually, it was interesting because I can actually remember the first day of orientation and they called her name. And when they said Fable Speaks, I'm like, that's a really interesting name. I can't wait to meet her. And then they broke us up into these little teams for orientation. We went off and we made, I think, like little shorts, didn't we, Ava? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we were in the same group. And I think we pretty much had all of the same classes the first year. We did, yep. Yeah, so that's where we formed our bond. Yeah, and I think we just, we started there and we just kept working with each other. Like, even after we graduated from Columbia, we just stayed in contact. Like, I feel like we both have moved to different places and Loria has traveled the world and, you know, doing documentaries and, and teaching and different things. And we've just always maintained that friendship and always maintained that um, relationship where we just have always been artistically kind of on the same page and, and wanting to see the same things, you know, or have, have a very similar vision for the type of content that we wanted to be seeing. And so I think our bond just, it started there at Columbia and then just continued through the years. Could you give any maybe like tips or advice for a younger creative who's maybe at the beginning of their journey seeking out creative collaborators like the relationship that you guys have? It's often hard to find someone who understands the creative vision that you have, and especially now with COVID changing everything, I was just wondering if you had any thoughts to share for younger creatives. I know for me, I'll, I'll just say that we talked about our relationship starting with a friendship, you know, and in our case, we were in film school together. But I mean, I think that those types of relationships and those types of friendships can be born out of any situation, whether you're in a lab with someone, whether you just, you know, meet someone online. But I think for me, I think that those collaborations start with friendship because I just, I really do believe that, and this is just my opinion and, and my feeling, these projects take a long time to develop. They take a long time to do. And it just really helps when you know the people and are just on the same page, not just in terms of like, oh, we get along, but even artistically. And especially when it comes to director-producer collaborations, I just feel like that when you have those fundamental sort of shared ideals and shared values, it helps with the collaboration. So I, I just always say like, get to know the person for, if you're looking for a, a true collaboration, it's about getting to know people first. I know sometimes in art, it's like we just want to find someone who will do it or who will take our call or, you know, whatever. But do you even like the same things? Do you even have the same taste when it comes to, and not everything is going to be identical. You know, there are definitely times where Lori and I see things differently. We don't necessarily see eye to eye artistically on things, but I think the core of what we believe in and what we're looking for in terms of content, there's an alignment there. I was going to add, I think that's very good advice. And I also want to stress, yes, we did meet in graduate school for film. And I can recall other opportunities where I had a chance to, as Abel said, become someone's friend that maybe I want to collaborate with. And I was a little resistant to doing that because I had this idea that if not really liking networking, but I think 
able, the way in which you approach it is the way that I've learned to approach it since. And that's entering into it as a friendship of getting to know someone and then developing a relationship and then collaborating with them. You both mentioned this idea of having shared values and a aligned vision on your work. So I was wondering, how does that come into play when you're working on a mission-driven project or something that has a direct impact behind it? In this particular case in the project that we're currently working on, I think it's very important. And again, we we have shared values, but like April mentioned earlier, we don't always agree. So it's important to have both. So where we share values come in is the type of work we're interested in, um, making sure that the meaning is not lost in the work. But the other part is when we differ, it's good to have that because it challenges you to think differently or see a different perspective, which brings more to the project as well. Yeah, I would agree with what Loria said. I think even just in thinking about this specific project, Black America Is, which I know we're going to talk about more, I think just having that central mission to come back to, like Loria said, I mean, when there are challenges or when there are disagreements, like it's always coming back to like, what are we making this for? And sometimes I also think it's kind of like, what are we making this for? And also, who are we making this for? And I find that when it comes to values, and I think I can speak for every project that I've been on prior to this one, it's like, when you answer that question of why are we making this? Who are we making this for? That tends to kind of ground that conversation about the mission and the impact and the values. And I think that that always just helps to ground the project a bit. I think it's really important just in terms of just grounding the project so that you have a purpose. Sometimes it becomes easy to kind of get lost in the production or get lost in the day-to-day workings of making the thing or in opinions or timelines or whatever the case may be. But it's like when you come back to that, that question of like, What's the mission and what is this for? Who is this for? I just feel like that just grounds a lot of the decision-making during the process. I just wanted to just mention that, again, to just reiterate that we are looking to expand Black America Is into other territories. And if anyone is interested in helping us do that or just wants to stay abreast of what we're doing at Black America Is and sort of what our next phase of the journey is. They can always follow Loria or myself on social media. I'm at As You Speak, that's A, Z as in zebra, U, S as in Sam, P as in Paul, E-A-K. And they can also follow Loria at About Loria. And both of us are on Instagram. Thank you for listening to Art Is, a podcast for artists. Please leave Art Is, a podcast for artists, a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps others find us. Also, I would love it if you took a moment to reflect on who in your life might also benefit from listening to this podcast. When you do, please share Art Is, a podcast for artists with them so we can continue to grow the show organically and brainstorm the future of the art world together. 
You can also support the work I do by subscribing wherever you listen and by donating to the podcast. The link to do so is in the episode description. Okay, that's it for now. Thanks so much and see you next Wednesday.